you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. I uh, want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out with us today for our Stand and Deliver Takeover Night 2 live reactions over on the YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be doing mm-hmm. the same thing tomorrow night for the SmackDown, and then we're going to be doing the same thing Saturday night for WrestleMania, Ooh. and then we'll be doing the same thing Sunday night for WWE WrestleMania Night 2. Ooh. So we got a packed Ooh. week. It's WrestleMania week, and I am exhausted mainly Though, because I watched Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole yeah, beat that, the living crap out of each other. That match wore me out. I'm like sleepy. It was fantastic. Do you want to I'm briefly, very briefly talk UK Prelude first? If you want to. I'm trying to get these notes out, uh, the Larson notes out. So go ahead. You can get started on that while I finish that up. Uh, well, first, I want to give a shout out and thanks to the Enforcer as well for yes. hanging out with us. Enforcer the absolute best. He'll be with us for SmackDown and Mania and Mania as well. So that's very exciting. Um, so yeah, we had a NXT UK prelude. Walter hopped on a plane or went through it raw gate. Been, it it might've been the Concord. They still use that, right? I think they use the, do they use the Concord? I have no idea. No, they don't. They haven't, they haven't for a long time. Is that the fast the transatlantic is, flights? Yeah. Is you there, used to be able to get off the, across the Atlantic in two hours. Ha, do they still have like a faster? Really? They stopped doing I that. Think so. Aren't yeah, things think supposed so. to get easier and better in life? Guess not. Wow. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, he went through Raw Gate to take on Rampage Brown. Uh, just a real, I mean, it wasn't nearly as, as sort of physical or as good as Champa Walter, but it was, it, it, it was yeah, a it, damn good match. It was a good match. I don't think the story was as strong as in the Champa, Champa match. I actually kind of preferred the story because it meant we had more chops. Well, that's debatable. Actually. Like the first chop he did to Rampage, he ran right, or Rampage ran right through. Yeah, but you know what? We got a chop to the back. We did. Yeah. And he balanced on him to pin him, which was great. That's always awesome. Uh, it was a really fun match. Uh, it, was a, it was a really good time. I, I actually just enjoyed watching a little slice of UK with you. I hope you do seriously consider watching it doing it as like a watch along on Thursdays. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. Uh because it is it's one of those things where because we don't like have to sit there and take notes, we're not going to recap it necessarily. We'll do like a results thing the next day or day, I guess that day. Um it's just UK is just a lot of fun to watch for reasons that I love wrestling for. The inadvertently funny, the intentionally funny and the high drama. UK has all that stuff. There's also a tag match uh Millie McKenzie or Amelia McKenzie now. Uh, Mako Satamora versus Kaylee Ray and uh, Isla Dawn. Um, and that was a lot of fun. 
Uh, obviously, of course, Walter retained his championship against Rampage Brown. Uh, and then uh, uh, Mako, Satamora, and Millie McKenzie uh, beat Isla Dawn and Kaylee. Yeah, Ray. Millie rolled up Isla Dawn to get the win. And uh, and then before that was, oh, number one contendership, a really, really fun Heritage Cup number one contender match under Heritage Cup rules. Uh, Tyler mm-hmm. Bate mm-hmm. Uh, got the win over Noam Dar. Uh, I think it was, did it end up being one nothing, Or was it two nothing? I think it was two. It was two one. Was it two one? No, I'm. Oh no, yeah, Dart, yeah, Dart, Dart did one. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then, of course, tonight, like I said, was NXT uh, Takeover Stand and Deliver Night Two. Um, I mean, I thought last night had a lot of a lot of really really good matches. Uh, Walter Champa was my match of the night, but even that, as much as I really loved that match, that didn't compare to what we saw with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, and that's that's not to take anything else away from any of the other matches because I thought there was a lot of really, really good wrestling matches. Um, and, of course, obviously we have a new NXT champion as well in Karrion yeah. Cross. Um, yeah. He brought out his sort of WrestleMania entrance uh, attire mm-hmm. anyway, or his, yeah, his ring attire at this point. Gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Skyrim. Somebody described it as Skyrim level two. So it was very sort of, you know, he's got a couple... Whatever they use in Skyrim, doubloons, gold coins, whatever they use. I don't know. I don't know what the currency is. I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, don't, know. don't yeah. know. But I thought I thought they they went to the. Was it a, a, a technical marvel? No. Um, I still think it was uh, one of Cross's better matches. He hasn't had a ton. They went in there to tell a story. They told it effectively. Uh, they're they're really doing a decent job of making Karrion Cross vulnerable, which was not the case during his run before he got hurt, before he beat Keith Lee. Um, and it's 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 leading to better matches and and more interesting stories. Um, so I thought it was a huge step forward for for Karrion Cross. I didn't see a whole lot of the the the, the bad footwork. Um, you know, I thought he looked smoother. Um, I mean, yeah, it it wasn't a five star match, but I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the story they were telling. Yeah. And I thought Finn did a hell of a job of making Cross look great. They really, really build. They did a really fantastic job building up Finn Balor to the point where him handing over that title, him doing the job for uh, for Cross, really meant a lot. There was speculation, you know, people in chat say, well, you know, if, if Cross loses this, do you think I think he's going to go to main roster? Which is always a distinct possibility. Once Vince McMahon sees a dude that looks like that, you know, with Scarlet along next to him, we were cracking jokes about that in the chat. Um, you know, that possibility definitely exists. Plus, it's like, man, Finn Balor is Mr. NXT. They're going to be on their own night starting Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you feature this guy as your centerpiece guy? I have yeah. to change one... Okay. Oh, got, on here, uh, just two, just the champs. Yeah, we got new champs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I thought you meant you were doing this around your face. I thought. Oh, you I'm a, sorry. No, I was looking at the, the I was looking at the graphic. Layer in the AEW title that back there or something. Um, yeah, Finn, like he's he's had one of, if not the best run of his career, um, last year in NXT. Um, he's been a, a a darn good champ for the company, and and you know if, if this is the direction they're heading with Cross, and you know he gets more matches under him, gets more comfortable, um, you know, and get into a groove in terms of telling good stories in the ring. Cause that's yeah. all I really ask for is find good stories to tell with him in the ring. Yeah. You know, sure. 
I'm not expecting I'm not expecting, you know, barn burner matches, five star affairs. I just want interesting stories. If the matches um, the the thing is everybody they bring into NXT by and large, they're all capable of having stellar matches. So he doesn't need to be he just has to be at a certain level and since he's returned, he's been at that level and and whether it yeah. is them saying, "Hey, we're going to change up your style because what was happening before really wasn't working." Um and and he has gone to uh, you know I mean his whole theme building uh, building to this was you know sort of back to basics. Well, you can he's he's fine. You know I mean they're going to be on their own night, and I think they want a main roster type guy, much like and I think Drew's a better wrestler, but much like when Drew McIntyre came through NXT, like he's not your typical NXT guy. Um, and granted, he wasn't there for a ton of time, but they put the title on him. Yeah. Um, and so. You know they want their that their big main roster type guy, you know, to show hey we're NXT we're not just a bunch of smaller wrestlers which I understand yeah. some people would look I get at that and say too. yeah I get that right too. you know and, and and if 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 like I said I think so long as is is the stories are good and he's capable of telling good stories in the ring that's gonna more than make up for you know the whether he's a a, a best bout machine or not I think mm. more interesting stories you know one of the reasons why. Okada Omega is so good because they tell a good story in the match. It's not. It's not just about the moves, you know. NXT's creative the story in the ring. NXT's creative, generally speaking, is really good. I think they're aiming to make this. Somebody earlier in chat asked if you know this Cole O'Reilly thing is going to be on level with the Gargano mm-hmm. Champa. They want it to be. They want. They expect this to be. They want this to be. They're going to try to make this be up mm-hmm. there with that. So you can expect a lot more of that, and it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, even from what we saw tonight, unless Adam Cole shows up at Raw on Monday. I don't know. Um, yeah, who knows? But uh, but yeah, no, I thought I thought those were uh, some standout points there. Um, let's hop right into this. The uh, kickoff show featured a tag team number one contenders yeah. matchup between Drake Maverick, Killian Dane versus Breezango. Uh, apparently, I did not watch this, but according to your note here, Dane powerbombed Drake Maverick onto Fandango. Yeah. Fandango yeah. for the win. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, Drake was in there. Uh, he's looking for a high five from Killian. Killian goes, "No, power bombs him on the on the Fandango to get the win." Yeah, I just caught the very end of it. Okay, yeah. One person in chat said, "Is Adam Cole maybe going to AW?" No, he is signed apparently through like twenty twenty four, I think, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's got he's got a, he's got years left on his Crazy deal, so he's time. not going anywhere. Uh, takeover uh, started. With Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar ladder match, uh, fun match, very physical. Uh, we got a Spanish fly, uh, standing one, another one off a ladder. Uh, Jordan Devlin hit a boot salt off the ladder. The that was kind of the extent of the yeah. high, the high yeah. flying stuff, though. You, you know, you got a couple cruiserweights in the in the match. You think, oh, they're gonna do all sorts of crazy stunts off the ladder. No, they they were. It was more about uh, just kind of beating the heck out of each other. You know, both Devlin and Devlin went on a, a you know, he had a match against, for example, uh, uh, Dave Mastiff in UK, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. really stellar stuff. Trent Seven came down in size uh, to face him, so he wasn't like a natural cruiserweight. So Devlin yeah. has experience fighting in more I mean, physical go back bouts to, like that. What, uh, uh, was it OTT where he he won he you know had that match. He against beat Walter. Walter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he's you know, and then Santos. 
Santos can do that stuff, but he's much more. I thought that his match against Cross was actually much more interesting because yeah. it was much more physical. And that's yeah. what we got out of these guys. It was much more akin to like Rock Triple H ladder match. Yeah, exactly. I was going to make that point rather as opposed to even, you know, they, they made a lot of parallels in this match between uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. The double belts, even, you know, obviously Shawn Michaels introducing the ladder into the whole thing in the first place. Right. Um, given the situation about two champions determining the one true. The cruiserweight champ um and then yeah it, it seemed like they had more in common with with triple h rock as opposed to some of the other more famous ladder matches which involve a lot of crazy stunts at the same time that moonsault was beautiful it was it was absolutely really really it was it was, it was. It was great it was so down the finish so santos sets up a uh, uh, uh so uh legato comes out and uh they push while uh, devil is climbing the ladder they push the ladder over Devlin tumbles to the floor. Uh, Raul and Wild beat the heck out of him, throw him into the ring steps. And Santos smiles and just waves him off. It's like, I got this. I got this from now. I'm good. Go ahead and go. So Santos gets the ring, sets up the ladder. Devlin's already on his feet. <laughs> he already got up. He already, he's already up. He tosses the ladder into the ring at Santos. Uh, sets up a ladder next to the one Santos was climbing. Hits the Spanish fly off it. Uh, so then he climbs up the ladder, starts batting at the belts. Santos makes it to his feet. He climbs up the opposite side. And earlier in the match, there's a ladder kind of set up in the corner, leaning against the corner. So they're brawling on top. Uh, Santos headbutts Devlin off the ladder. Uh, Devlin crashes through that ladder set up in the corner. And then Santos unvelcros the two belts above the ring. He is undisputed cruiserweight champion. Yep. And then he goes up to the ramp. And I guess that was his son. Oh, uh, yeah. He, uh, I mean, I'm assuming there was a, there was a child there. Yeah, and, there's a kid uh, there, yeah. <laughs> along with Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. And uh, and he puts uh, his mask onto the kid, gives him one of the titles. One of the belts, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it was a nice little moment. You know, mm -hmm. he, plays a, he plays a bad dude, but it's nice when they let the, human, the humanity show up on TV a little bit. I like that. I know, they break character a bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had new NXT tag champions MSK do a quick interview. Uh, they're asked about the new number one contenders, Killian Day and Drake Maverick. They said, we're ready for them. Uh, they faced them once in the Dusty Cup. But, hey, we're champs now. We're never losing these titles. And then they're asked to make their predictions for uh, the main events for Cole O'Reilly and uh, uh, Cross Balor. And then they yeah. make different picks. Can they coexist, Steve? Can they coexist, Larson? That's the story. Can I'm we coexist? Are we coexisting all right? I think I think it benefits us to not be the same room. <laughs> oh wow, wow, man! You're coming with fire today, talking about Grizzly Man, and now all this. I don't know, man. I don't know. You said he got us. Oh, that was good. I got to get the intern to cap that one. That was oh, great. Wow. That was great. Uh, after that, uh, we had a women's tag title bout: Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, The Way uh, versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Uh, as soon as The Way made the, their way to the ring, you knew they were losing. It's like the drabbest ring gear. Candace's body language was this. What was this? What was that? Like that? They looked like they didn't even want to be there. I know. I mean, they're so. They have such charisma when they're doing their skits and their interviews and in most matches. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they were dressed down and all gray. And I know uh, John was. He was in like a, a, a Iron Man Mark One outfit. That's what I'm yeah. assuming it is because he had the, the the circle heart thing, not War Machine. Yeah, yeah. But like, 
So maybe he was just like, hey, we might have a skit later. Let's all theme up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they look so drab. And yeah, they came out with like zero energy. The body language, you can just tell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then, on, you know, know, you know, on the other, on the flip side of that, Shotzi and Ember, man, oh, holy Like a million crap. dollars. They look like on movie the tank, stars. And, and then Ember had like a mask that would, you know, like the, the like a lizard mask. Close. Yeah, it, yeah was it was insane. It was great. It was really great. Yeah, it this was, was great. This is a lot of there. This is a lot of fun. There is, I love I love Shotzi Blackheart as a wrestler. She's a lot of fun. Sometimes she does these moves, and it's like, how do you not hurt yourself more? And this, I don't think, was on her. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a wrestler, but like typically, when somebody does a suicide dive, especially if there's two people, you've got two people there to sort of break your fall. That's what they're there for. There seemed to be some miscommunication or whatever, but she went right through them and like sort of twisted herself so that she didn't go head first into the barricade. That was a scary moment. But I mean, that's that just really Shotzi. Was. Shotzi does that stuff. And it's just like, wow, how do you, yeah. how do you make it out of that? You know? Yeah, no, I know. Uh, so after that, th- th- thankfully she was all right. Um, early on the match, Candice and Indy actually got a lot of offense and was, was they were isolating Shotzi. And then later on, uh, there's a pretty protracted stretch where they were isolating Ember. Uh, eventually though, uh, Shotzi and Ember hit like a, well, you know, what you call it like a tilt whirl cutter type combo that gets mm-hmm. with two count. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candace hits a super kick uh, on Shotzi, knocks Ember off the apron. Indy is back in. Her and Candace hit like a flapjack combo type move. Ember breaks up that pin. Uh, and then Shotzi hits Indy with an insigiri. She tags an Ember. Ember goes to the top rope. Sh- uh, Shotzi tags herself back in. Uh, Ember hits Candace with an eclipse. Shotzi then follows with the senton off the top on Indy to get the win. Retain yeah, the tag titles. Let me ask you something. Hold on. I want to check this what? out really quick. Huh. Make sure I wasn't uh, imagining this. Nah, that wouldn't. Yeah, no, that wouldn't make any sense. Hmm. She, Candace tweeted out yesterday, real human tweet. I want to take a moment to acknowledge how special it is that there are four women who have busted their asses and earned their spotlights this WrestleMania week. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez, and Indy Hartwell. Kill it this weekend, ladies. There's no chance she caught shit for something like that, right? No, breaking breaking character a little bit. I mean, she I mean, didn't reference like, her opponents or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, Rhea in in is is onto the main roster. Raquel, you know, talking strictly kayfabe, is a heel like her, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Indy is her tag team partner. They seem so and bummed Bianca's out. on main they, roster, so I don't I don't see the problem. They seem so bummed out when they came out. They did, isn't it? I mean, and they're they professionals. You think, was, you think, oh, hey, you know, yeah, we're not winning the. I mean, I don't, I don't think that that was their body language because they were losing. I think it was a, some direction in terms of their. You think that might be a dynamic? Story that might be. Yes, that might be. Usually, they're and more obvious. Came off. The, but NXT is. Remember how they introduced Indy Hartwell in the yeah. most subtle way, and it was awesome during that royal uh, that that battle royal when she like saved mm-hmm. Candice, and they, you go back and look at the footage after they introduced that mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. there. It was really great. This was cool. Was great. Gable Stevenson. Was sitting ringside next to Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, so he's—I uh, don't know if he's done with college or not. He used to—he was wrestling for a university in Minnesota. Uh, he's expressed interest in getting to the professional wrestling. Um, uh, so, yeah, it could be that we could see him in NXT at some point very mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. Jorge says, "I honestly think her attitude was just in kayfabe. She was supposed to be the wicked stepmother." Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, I, think I, don't, I don't I don't think tweets would get them in any trouble or anything. It's just no, 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 you, not nothing, nothing like that. Weird I, stuff. I don't. I, I think it was it was a situation where 
we're going into matches looking for lose face, win face. That's one of the things we do if wrestlers have any tells in terms of whether they're winning or losing. Yeah, man. I don't think anything, any, their body language had anything to do with winning or losing. I think I think it was just about their dynamic and the story they were trying to tell with them. You know what we should do? We should invite um, Drama King Matt mm-hmm. after he did that mm. YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Ask him, because he already debunked, he claims, that the looking at the ref thing. So there's a video on Drama King Matt's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Where he watches like some video about like ten signs that you've never noticed in wrestling or something like that. 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sort of debunks it all. Um, be fun to bring him on at some point for something, you know, where we do that. Yeah, like a Matt yeah. Chat special edition or something. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Next, North American title bout: Bronson Reed versus John Johnny Gargano. As you mentioned, Gargano had the uh, the Iron Man Mark One inspired gear. Uh, early on, Bronson Reed is overpowering Gargano. There's this great bit where Gargano goes for his slingshot spear, just bounce right off mm-hmm. Bronson Reed. It was great. Yeah, I don't know why Johnny spent the first half of this match trying to like outstrength and power down and like you know Mm-mm. using Mm-mm. his own power to overcome. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Eventually, he does get him off his feet, a bunch of shots. Um, and this was a fun match. Uh, Austin mm-hmm. Theory. Mm-hmm. It took him a while to get involved. He did though. He distracted. Bronson Reed a couple times, uh, puts put uh, Gargano's foot on the rope during a pin once. Um, uh, the finish this saw uh, Gargano go for one final beat. Uh, Reed catches him, essentially hits his version of Dead Eye, uh, Hangman Page's uh, old finish. I love that he's put that into his repertoire. I, I love I that know. it looks great. It looks like he's basically sitting on somebody's head. I know because they always film it from like the angle where you don't really see what that happens to the dude's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronson goes for a power bomb. Uh, Gargano reverses that into a Rana. Hits super kicks. Uh, re- uh, Reed responds with one of his own. Goes up top for a moonsault. So he's kind of going outside the box. Now we saw him do. We see him do splashes for a finish all the time, but I don't think we've seen him do a moonsault before. Uh, John hits him with one final beat, not once but twice, to get the dub. Didn't even really try. Didn't even try to pin him on the first one. And I love nope. that about Reed. They did the same thing with Swerve. Um, mm-hmm. How? Oh, the idea yeah, the the house you call got, took three. Of you got to keep yeah. on. You don't even try to pin him. You got to keep on, keep on, keep on. Yep. yep. Uh, so I like the idea that Johnny Gargano was maybe scouting that and being like, "Man, I got to keep at it." There's a mosquito in here. Oh um, dear. Yeah, I know. I hate those things. Uh, but no, this was a really fun match, and I kind of get it, man. It seems like maybe, maybe they want to protect Loomis a little bit. And that's why they didn't have him go into this match because Gargano was going to win. Mm-hmm. He's got a thing with L.A. Knight now, probably. And yeah. maybe down the line, if they're like, okay, we feel like Loomis can be a good enough, a decent North American champion, maybe they'll... Or maybe they just don't see him as a title guy. He doesn't need to be a title guy. Oh, Loomis, no. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think he's a, a good facilitator for stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Just based on his character. You he's know? A, he's a good presence, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe at some point that will get him to the point where it's like, oh man, the fans want it so much that they they get him a title shot, and it just seems, yeah, you know. it could be. And maybe at some point down the line, if Bronson Reed gets another shot at this title, they'll reference the bit where him going for that mood salt, which is not something he normally does, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, Mag- really- Maggie here in chat says, like Indy, I'm Team Protect Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's gonna change her Twitter handle to Maggie Loomis. <laughs> Uh, next, the NXT title bout, Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. Uh, early on, uh, these two guys were both kind of laughing off each other's offense. Um, and then Finn was going to town at first, working over Cross's arm, then later after a liver kick, 
which he's got a powerful liver kick. We've seen that against Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he kicks uh, Cross right in the gut and goes after the midsection quite a bit. Uh, Cross will try to get some offense in. It seemed like Finn always had an answer, though, because um, early on after uh, he's, he, he laughs in Cross's face after getting beeled across the ring, he slaps him. Mm-hmm. And the story going to this, of course, was Finn saying, uh, I've, could, I've, I've harnessed and managed to control my emotion. It makes me a better wrestler. Cross, when you get emotional, it's, it's, a, it's a fault. It's a vulnerability. Yeah. And so this match was pretty much Finn trying to crack Cross to get him uncontrollably emotional and therefore thinking that's his road to victory. And the end, it actually turned out to be the opposite. Yeah, Cross is a, is a bad man when he gets emotional. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, down the line here, uh, Finn hits a shotgun drop kick, then another to cross his back, hits a coup de gras that gets him a two. Uh, cross kicks out right into a cross jacket. Oof, yeah. Finn rolls through that, double stomp, uh, kicks cross in the gut again, follows with some knees to the gut, locks on kind of like what Riddle used to use for the bro mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, cross powers out, takes uh, uh, Finn's back, just drops a ton of forearms on his back, mm-hmm. hits a German suplex, a Saito suplex, and then two forearms to the back to get the win. The Saito suplex was devastating. And that last shot you had mentioned, for people who've been around for a while, y'all heard talk us about, you've heard us talk about WCW NWO World Tour, how oh, they had hit. something called the base hit. And that was when, if you ever played the game, you know that there are certain characters who, if they, like Hogan is the perfect example, if you give them, if you give your opponent a clothesline using them, or maybe sometimes a, an elbow, a bionic elbow, mm-hmm. they'll like collapse. It's a TKO. It's, and a it's, TKO. it's a sudden, very sudden, violent TKO. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Finn looked like tonight. And it made the noise. Boof. So that's what we called it a base <laughs> hit because it was really deep noise. and guttural. Yeah. But it, when you when you got it from behind, the person would kind of throw their hands up and arch their back out, and then bend at the knees and fall forward. Right. That's totally what Finn that's did. Exactly what it did. I'm going to get a give of that. Yeah, it was great. I mean, like I said, it, they they went out there and, and I'm I'm told the story they wanted to tell effectively. Yeah. Um. It, it Cross was vulnerable. Yeah. Finn had answers for basically everything that Cross threw at him up until a point, up until seemingly when Finn, you know, used arguably a, a move from Cross's own arsenal, you know, kind of like a, a rear naked choke type deal. Mm-hmm. And once Cross got out of that, game over. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a brief uh, Santos Escobar interview. He puts over Devlin, says he kept coming at him. Uh, McKenzie says, with Legato's help, Santos says, or she says, yeah, with Legato's help. And he says, well, you know what? We're familia, we're family, and I'm still champ, emperor of Lucha Libre. So, yeah, uh, so yeah good stuff. Devlin's yeah. going uh, after, man, if... Trying to think how UK is going to play out. If Tyler Bates already lost once for that Heritage Cup, it wouldn't shock me at all if they put it back on him. Um, or I'm sorry, if he actually wins it, because mm-hmm. um, he's making that have, his thing, and then Devlin challenges Devlin. him for that. Ooh, yeah, wow, that could be good. Yeah, that could be good. And then we got our main event. Oh boy, excuse me, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Both of them got new music. Both pretty huge step downs from Undisputed Era. Well, let's give it time. Let's give exactly. It time. I didn't really care for the Undisputed Era theme the first time I heard it. So yeah, and I at you first, know, I've got first, first listen step down. I've got you guys in my ear. And I took out one of these just to listen to it. I wasn't, it didn't stand out. Adam Cole doesn't, he did the boom, but there's no. There's no cue for it. There's somebody no said that there was like a cue five seconds earlier. There was, I it kind of drops out. It drops out, yeah. 
Well, he, so, so it kind of drops out and he's pointing and he's kind of smirking. I'm like, oh, is he not going to do the boom? I thought he wasn't going to do the boom. But then he did the boom. He did the boom. You know, he did this and he kind of smirked because it seemed like there was a point where it, should, it drops down and it picks back up and that'd be the boom spot. But he waited and then did the boom. He's like, listen, I do the boom when I want to do it. Yes, yeah, so I'm heel again. Firmly heel. He's just going to do the boom at all different points of the song so nobody can figure okay. out when to do it. Take one step to the curtain. Boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa, no. Damn it. Yeah. He's walking down the ring mid, mid, just like mid step. Adam Cole, baby, you know? <laughs> right. Doesn't you set up for it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. You know, he's just starting to do it like he did in that uh, match in New Japan. Where My he's favorite with match. Kenny. I got to oh. watch that again because that was the most entered. It was so obnoxious. Just how many Adam Cole baby, and you you, you tell on Kenny's face he's just regretting anybody brought this guy into oh, Bullet Club. It was so good, it went so to good. his head immediately. It was so good. It was really good. So, geez, dude, I don't even know. I mean, I took a lot of notes for it. I know, as you and, can see, it's about a page and a half. I mean, there's a lot going on. So Adam Cole was working over Kyle's neck. Uh, at yeah. one point, he well, he took a tumble out of the ring and he hit his yes. head really hard against. Yeah, the... he's selling neck there, and then Adam Cole yeah. just goes right after. He got a chair with an undisputed era logo on it, starts beating down Kyle with it, uh, hitting a bunch of neck breakers, working uh, Kyle's neck. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly turns tables with the knee, the gut, uh, hits the belly to back onto a chair. So we had chairs, we had a chain at one point. Kyle wrapped a, a chain around his shin to start doing some kawada kicks. And that came in the uh, chain came the chain and the chairs came into play for the finish. Yeah. yeah. Um so we had um, that. A, at one point Cole tied uh, a piece of chain to the top rope and uh later on he used it as Kyle was running towards him. He stepped aside and, and yanked the chain, making it taut. Kyle ran right into it again, going after the injured neck. They went up um, to the announce table at one point. There was a, a brain buster. Oh, that brain buster. Yeah, that table didn't break. Yeah. So let's mention. Let's mention this. This is worth mentioning. So uh, at one point, Kyle has Adam Cole in a position where he can do the brain buster on the ring steps, like Cole did to him when right. he first injured his neck, and he and he he has him in position. Doesn't do it. He can't bring himself to do it at first. He hesitates. Yeah. And he kind of steps aside. And he's like, "All right, I, I got to do it now." And w- when he finally steals himself, Cole by that point has come to rams him into the barricade mm-hmm. later on Cole hits another brain buster on the ring steps yeah. that was after that O'Reilly hit the one on the announce table yeah and that table didn't break yeah I like that didn't they told they, I mean there's just so much story going on in this match and there is a lot of uh yeah there is a tire iron in this too yeah Cole um, got a, a a toolbox out from under the the mm-hmm. ring and dumped it all out and got a wrench out and, and tried to hit O'Reilly with it Tire iron as well. Uh, Cole used the tire iron to break up a uh, uh, heel hook towards the finish. They did one of those things where they both sit in, in chairs opposite each other. They're just talking trash and just trading blows there. Um. So okay. So one of the bigger moments that sort of came out of <laughs> out of nowhere was where is the? I'm looking through your notes here. The, when they go through the stage. Yeah. Hit us. Hit us with that. So. Uh... So uh, uh, at one point, Cole wraps a chair around Kyle O'Reilly's neck. I think this is when it happened. Yes. Um, and the ref is like, hey, don't do that. And Cole's like, this is unsanctioned match, man. Clocks him, knocks him out, tells mm-hmm. him to shut up. Mm-hmm. And then Cole sets up for a Panama Sunrise, hits it, goes to the pin, but he knocked out the ref. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the ref, and he's like really pie-facing this guy. Oh, yeah. Hard he's pushing like, him. wake up, wake up, don't ever. Mainly, he's, he's not telling him to wake up. He's like berating him. 
Yeah. But he doesn't realize the ref is completely out. Yeah. So while he's doing that, Kyle O'Reilly rolls out to the ramp. Cole falls with the chair, chucks it at, at Kyle O'Reilly's head. O'Reilly falls off the stage, and they ramp each other into the barricade a couple times. Cole tosses O'Reilly back onto the stage, and when Cole picks him up, O'Reilly puts locks on a guillotine. Mm-hmm. And so they're at this point in the stage where it's kind of like some shinier wood, I would guess, like laminated, not laminated, but polished wood type thing. And the next step is is metal. Mm-hmm. And so Cole kind of takes a leap forward and dumps himself and O'Reilly through this one of these plates of metal and they go through it. It was hidden very well. Yeah, It was, it was. And this next bit I loved. <laughs> so Cole is the first out. And rather than pulling O'Reilly out from that hole they made, he jumps down and goes next to the stage and starts kicking a hole <laughs> in the drywall and yanks him out of there. It was great. It was awesome. That was pretty great. That yeah. was pretty great. Um, so he pulls O'Reilly out, uh, dumps him on the stage. O'Reilly crawls back to the ring. Cole follows him. And as Cole gets in the ring, O'Reilly rolls to the floor. At this point, the ref has come to. Uh, this is when Cole hits the, the brain buster on the ring steps, mm-hmm. gets uh, O'Reilly back on the ring, covers, and O'Reilly did the, cu- the kick out where he just barely lifted his shoulder off the mat. Yeah, yeah. So Cole sets up for a last shot. When he does that, O'Reilly collapses. Mm-hmm. He goes for it again. This time, O'Reilly ducks it, puts a heel hook on Cole. Uh, Cole tries to kick his way free, but he can't. Cole instead grabs a handful of chains. Sorry, then punches Kyle O'Reilly to break that up. Uh, he goes for a Panama Sunrise. O'Reilly catches it, hits Ushi Kuroshi. Penalty kick, falls with the last shot of his own. Cole kicks out. Mm-hmm. So then O'Reilly wraps a big hunk of chain around the turnbuckle, wraps a chair around Cole's knee. He goes to the top rope. Instead, Cole gets up, clobbers him with the chair. O'Reilly falls off. Uh, Cole then places the chair upside down so the the the, the headrest or the backrest is down. So and the, the legs in the front are of the seat jutting down. up. Yeah. So the legs are sticking up, yes. Um, and then uh, he puts Kyle O'Reilly in the second turnbuckle, goes to the apron, starts to climb up. O'Reilly low blows him because Cole, Cole earlier in the match had, had low blowed, blowed him. him yeah. yeah. So then O'Reilly wraps some chain around his leg. Meanwhile, Cole has fallen, so he's leaning over that chair that's upside down. And then O'Reilly hits a knee off the second rope, follows that with the pin to get the win. Trainers come out, uh, put Cole on a backboard to put him on a stretcher. Um, O'Reilly really physical. milked that moment too. Like he walks up and he sort of looks back at at Cole and he starts to celebrate a little bit, but then he sort of puts his hand down because it's like, I love it because you can, you know, the it's shot. Like you want, but at what cost, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like he was almost like self conscious about celebrating because he's like, dude, like this is this is a guy that I consider my brother, mm-hmm. and look at what we had to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was really stellar. No uh, post copyright bug action. No. no interference in this match at all. No interference in the Bronze Reed Gargano match, which is kind of, well, I mean, other than theory, kind of interfering a little bit, but no. Yeah, no he was he was dicking like around a little bit, but there wasn't a whole lot of that going on. Yeah, yeah. I love when Takeover keeps it that way, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raging Texas here in chat with a bunch of bits. Thank you very much. Oh wow, thank you very Just much. Just a ton. Oh wow, thank you. Oh wow, that's nice. Um, Hugo Long Heavy says apparently this was this we're in the Twitch chat now. Apparently this was the first ladder match for a cruiserweight title in WWE, WCW, and NXT. That's cool. 
uh, Dublin Surprising. lover, I think the videos and Finn's entrance make it seem like goodbye. If Finn goes to Maine, I hope he'll still be at TakeOver Dublin. Yes, we didn't mention that, but during Finn's entrance, all the Tron showed images of Finn throughout his career. I didn't notice if it was all NXT or if it was a mixture of NXT and main roster. That I didn't notice. There was one one shot of him as the demon. Um, yeah, the, there was a huge one like right over the ring. There was yeah. like the, the big one of the demon. There might have been other yeah. shots of him like mid-match as demon, but... Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know if that was I don't know if that was the main roster if that was a goodbye. He's been in NXT now for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um I feel so people are saying it was a mixture. Um Okay. I feel like if it I could see it either way because it was such a great way to say, Hey, this guy is at another level and this mm-hmm. is what you have to beat now. This is mm-hmm. what Cross has to beat because obviously Cross is out there first. And so it made it feel like a real special event, you know? Yeah. It made it yeah. feel big. Um, yeah. And I could see, I mean, you know, the, the last thing you want is for Balor to get, well, I guess the last thing you want is for Balor to go back to Maine as the smiling Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you don't want Balor to end up in Champa territory. So whatever they do, hopefully they find something good for him yeah. to work with that that has exactly. some intrigue to it. Exactly. That's what that's the one thing that lacks when it comes to guys like Champa who have done a lot. If they don't pivot them, there's no intrigue there. And you need, oh whoa, that's what maintains relevancy is like mm-hmm. I wanna know what's going on with this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've not been able to crack that with Champa really. They have not. Like no. Gargano managed to completely reinvent himself. Because he was After so he... he was so specifically a thing. And Champa the, he was he was a he was the best bad guy. He was the most vicious bad yeah, guy. When, when he was a bad guy, that was a very specific thing. But then after that, they couldn't. He, whether it was creative or him or whatever, couldn't find the next thing. He can't. The thing is, John Johnny Gargano. I'll put it this way: I never expected Johnny Gargano to have awesome, you know, somewhat comedic, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, killer wrestler bad guy in him. I didn't mm-hmm. see that. And now it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Champa can't venture into where Gargano was on the flip side of that. I don't know what character because he's already been badass tweener. He yeah. can't be like just straight up raw raw baby face. That doesn't make no. any sense. That'd be no. weird. No. no. So I don't weird. know. I mean, but essentially, right now, you know who he is? He's Randy Orton. Yeah. But like with Randy Orton, they managed to give him some good stories, and that's what they need to do with Champa. But you have to mm-hmm. have some stuff that really keeps people interested yeah. in the story and the actual plot yeah. of it. You know, it can't just yes. be like, oh, I'm here like he's been lately. Oh, I'm here to to make sure to, those whippersnappers in the locker yeah, room or to, to, to set the attitudes in the locker room. I hate that. You know, right. I yeah, hate I know. that stuff. Yeah, I know this. It, it makes him sound like the times are passing him by, you know. Yeah. When he's only 35. When he's only 35. Um, uh, the ultimate coder. What's next for Escobar? Is there someone who could potentially dethrone him? Uh, and then Delaney Demand has roughly the same question, um, and he mentions uh, Mansoor. So I guess he's like undefeated, or he's won like forty-five matches in a row, or something like that. Wow, on two hundred five. Uh, that's cool. Um, they should be looking at people of the caliber of Kushida. I mentioned this before, and I think they have a great opportunity with Santos there with Kushida there to establish the cruiserweight division 
as being on par with New Japan's junior division. It's still incredibly early, and you have a lot of work yeah. to do, tons yes. of work to do. Yes. But I think that's a great goal to try to go after because you can have five-star matches every time out, you know? And mm. guys like, mm. I mean, okay, so I've not watched 205. Maybe you can have a mix of guys who are usually on 205, like um, Kurt Stallion, Mansoor, mm. but also bring in guys from Japan, guys from Mexico, and then some of the NXT guys who you know can put on phenomenal matches mm-hmm. for a killer junior division, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just about investing time in it mm-hmm. on both NXT and, and 205 Live. Yep. Uh, White Brownie, should EO stay in NXT and form a tag team with new recruit Saray or to go after the tag titles, or should she roll the dice and go up to Maine? Again, it's the kind of thing where once you've had the title, it's it's usually really difficult for them to. That's one that's one formula that NXT needs to start figuring out is after if if people are going to stick around, you yeah. need to figure well, to out. Do after something. the first title cycle, I know that's always mm-hmm. been a, t- nut, a tough nut for, for them to crack, and that's why I mentioned Gargano because he's the, that's like the one person who's managed to crack it. Yeah, to reinvent themselves and keep yep. themselves vital and interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jorge D, after agreeing to be LA Knight's lackeys yesterday with your new gimmicks, how will you guys debut in NXT and what will be your first match? Uh, we'll be in a tag match against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Um, that's good. Um, what is our video vignette? Uh, I feel like it's a Zoom call. It starts with a Zoom call. Okay, good. You know, yeah. like this. Like this. And then something happens, explosion. An explosion? Something. Wow. And the Zoom call's gone. Wow. And then we step into frame next to each other. Oh, wow. Okay. We're back. The shit like twins that. are back. The shit twins Port- are back. Portland Dusk, Chicago Noon. Bang. That's going to be on the Blood and Guts poster that I'm going to do. Good. Portland Dusk versus Chicago Noon. Good. Good. Great names. Just drenched in blood. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. And there's going to be guts in there, too, because it's blood and guts. You can't leave out right, the who- guts. Who's who's having their guts uh, ripped out then? Not Both us. Not us. Oh. I mean, All it is right. a me versus you thing, but I feel like there yeah. should be maybe Daniel Bryan will be the third guy. Oh, <laughs> it'll be his guts. All right. Uh, night by night, again, your brief indecision stalls you, and the door closes na- nanoseconds before you can escape, slicing oh, out the so. tips of your shoes as it does, left with chilly toes and no other options. You pick up the book. It seems to contain information on various he alien species. He just made us. Planet. Hold on a second. This is st- it's not becoming a choose your own adventure now. It's a night by night's own adventure. I know he's dictating the adventure at this point. You flip through and find entries and labeled friendos, enforcers, and yokels. Not knowing how long you'll have to read before sta- space enforcer returns. What sections do you attempt to read first? Enforcers, because he seemed to be the man in charge. So I need we need to yeah. crack that key. Yeah. Agreed. The Spider Dan is Takeover Dublin still on in June, and do you think it will be Walter versus Finn? Walter versus Finn needs to wait for fans, and I don't know when they're going to be able to get fans in the UK. Yeah. But that needs to wait yeah. for fans. That's a big match. That is a huge match. Would Done you? Hey, what, what would you prefer? Finn stay in NXT or Finn jump to UK? I mean, there's a lot of potential really good matches for Finn in 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 UK. Was he the guy that took on Ilya, or was that Cesaro? Both. They both. They both. They both did. Ilya, okay. Ilya, I believe. Yeah. Oof. 
Uh, done with Pete Dunn. Anyone else get annoyed by the constant 2.9 kickouts? For example, O'Reilly eats a super kick, kicks out at 2.9, then he eats a chain to the head, and a brain buster on steps, and still kicks out at 2.9. No, because I'm not going to complain about AEW using weapons and people kicking out of it and then do the same for NXT. I don't really complain about AEW. I, I don't complain about AEW doing it. It's just something that they sort of do. Yeah. Uh, big easy surprise. We didn't get Roddy attacking Kyle post trademark. Gives Kyle O'Reilly a good feud before the second Cole match, and Roddy needs something now. Well, we saw Roddy walk out last time we saw him, so I think he's uh, he's taking a break. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Brendan Triola here in chat says uh, from the conference call. Johnny Gargano produces matches sometimes for the younger talent on NXT. So is Candice and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, Damian wow. Priest, Walter, Pete Dunne, and others uh, are others. And Triple H says Finn Balor has an interest in producing too. Wow. That is cool. interesting. Okay, that's listen, cool. here, this is what you're going to do. You're going to chop. Okay, what else? Well, you chop his front and then you chop his back too. <laughs> the power bomb and lay on top of him. And then you balance uh, on top of them. Yeah. Uh, dang it. Make that a gift. Just him. Yeah. Balancing. Mm-hmm. Loop it so he never, his, his feet never It looks like he's always balancing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, dang Q. Gable uh, Stevenson can't sign with WWE until at least August because he's training for the Summer Olympics, assuming it still happens. Yeah, right. I saw that in chat as well. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Pete, two masked figures kidnapped both Wild and Mendoza. This meet does imply there is a fourth member of Legato. I always thought it was like, so two men kidnapped Wild. That would be yeah. Santos and Raul. And then Raul and and then jo- Joaquin and Santos kidnapped Raul. I never, hold on a second. I never understood that. Why would they put up the front that they're all kidnapping each other if there wasn't another guy? I never yeah. understood what that ruse was supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know either. Unless there is a, a mystery fourth. But still, I'm, who is that supposed to? Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah. Uh, great idea from Hugh Longheavy. Please make Portland Dusk and Chicago Noon shirts. Maybe it. This is, I'll see if I get this done. I have a lot to do, but I'll see if I can get this done. You know, remember the, the old uh, Denver Nuggets jerseys? Mm-hmm. With the mm-hmm. Denver skyline, I'll see yeah. if I can find the Portland skyline, oh. and they get some nice dusk colors there. You know, it'd be Portland rad. Dusk. Did you see the the exclusive Sting shirt that's like timed exclusive? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's great. You know that style? Mm-hmm. That'd be rad if we could figure. Because I don't know how to produce that style. I'd like to learn and figure out how to get that look and exactly how to apply it to like a t shirt. I want to do that. Make it like an '80s or early '90s version mm-hmm. of that with the with like the sort of scrawled font from that, but with neon yeah. colors. Yeah, there it's you great. go. I like it's it. Great. Portland it's dusk, great. Chicago noon. <laughs> All right. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. Thanks everybody for tuning. In. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow for SmackDown. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 